Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Real Military Spouse Radio Show. Here's your host, Dave Ever. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time for Military Spouse Radio Show. It is Open mar- open Mic Friday. I've got somebody in the studio with me here. Who've I got? This is Jay. Hey, Jay, what's up? I kind of thought that was you. It looked like uh, a familiar phone number. Uh, it's point blank Open Mic Friday. We can talk about anything we want to talk about. If you call in, we will chat about it. Uh, 516-453-9167. Bad, bad week for for the entertainment industry. We got uh, Kanye West was found alive in his apartment, and uh, we got Prince was found dead in his. That's horrible. Uh, don't forget China. China, that's right. Uh, China uh, and North Korea, too, for that matter. Locking off their three of five missiles. Or their third one, it, it too was a failure. Uh, China, unfortunately, uh, Joni um, Lauer, I believe her last name was, a very, very, very great, very great and gracious lady. Met her at a WWF function back when they were called WWF, and uh, she was she was just awesome. Um, huge Amazon woman. I, I I could see her playing. Uh, uh, who was the uh, what was the show that uh, had Lucy Lawless as the Xena? Um, Xena, yeah, I could see China doing Xena. That would have been great. How's life in your neck of the woods, there, Jay? It's actually beautiful, beautiful, beautiful days. Sixties uh, up into low seventies, sun is shining. It's awesome. Cool. Uh, any anything uh, newsworthy that to report? Uh, there's actually several things that we can kind of talk about until more callers call in. There, it, it's PCS season, as you know, but on top of PCS season, which we killed over and over and over again, it's also, <laughs> you know, time to get back into to the swing of things of college. So it's not only for college for the high school students, but there's also colleges for the military spouses as well. So there was one question of scholarships and grants and things like that and for master's degrees. There are a bevy of them out there. There's also the topic of the uptake in the retire, retirees' TRICARE and how much they're going to end up having to pay. Oh, so yeah, I heard about of, that. Yeah. There's a bunch of things to talk about. So let's uh, – which one do you want to start with? Um, well, we, we can start with the scholarships. Okay. For one, I did read in um, one of the Facebook pages stating that – you know, there, someone who was looking for scholarships for their master's degree and how their spouse, the service member themselves, is using their GI Bill so there is nothing to transfer over. So what would be the best options? The best options would actually be that there is a slew of scholarships that's available to the military spouses. Mm-hmm. First off is the National Military Family Association. They have one. Right. they got a pretty good-sized one, too. Um, on top of that, if you apply for theirs and you are a member with NMFA, they also have partner school scholarships. And there's a whole list of scholarships from different schools. You just choose one. And some even do, you know, 7,000 
I've actually got one I'm looking at right here via Prudential. 100,000 in scholarship from military spouses. Nice, nice. Now, is there are there any limitations on that 100k? Well, it's it's for it's the Prudential's uh, budget for the military spouses. So they'll give out 100,000, but not necessarily to one person, just to whomever oh. applies. Right. So it 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 depends on how many people apply, how many people qualify. Right. Does it does it say for two year programs, four year programs? Does it include books? Does it take care of? Uh, you exactly what it says here. It says Prudential is committed to supporting veterans, service members, and their families. They establish sustainable programs and activities that have a positive impact on the lives of veterans and their families, helping them achieve professional success, financial prosperity, and peace of mind. Prudential supporting NMFA, which stands for National Military Family Association, with one hundred thousand dollars in scholarships for military spouses. They don't specify what right. qualifies. But you have to be an NMFA uh, member. So uh, in order to qualify as an NMFA member, you have to be, let's see, what are their guidelines? Uh, scholarship eligibility for NMFA scholarships are be a military spouse with a valid military ID, are right. married to an active duty reserve guard retired, medically retired, wounded, or fallen service member, must be a service-related wound, illness, injury, or death that took place after September 11, 2001. Right, Next, right. A dual-service military spouse. Or uh, let's see, divorce spouse, but only if you receive 2020-20 benefits or 2020-15 benefits, or are married when we ask for verification paperwork, usually a month after the application closes. Hmm. So they have specific eligibility, and they cover everything. Scholarships and funding are available for a variety of educational professional pursuits, such as high school diploma completion, vocational training, doctoral degree, master's degree. English second language, bachelor's degree, certification, trade schools, continuing education credits, associate's degree, licensures, professional advancement classes, GED. They cover pretty much the whole entire gamut. So you just got to apply. Nice. Nice. I know. And, and you you couple that with Pell Grants, which give you yep. upwards of, uh, I think mine, my Pell Grants came to five five grand or seven grand. For a, uh, for a year, and you use that up in, in two increments, three increments, whatever you, you necessarily need to do. Um, it, actually, Pell Grants are pretty pretty decent. You add those two there. There is one thing that when you apply Pell Grants, remember, those are government grants, and you don't have to pay them back, obviously. But the Pell Grant, I mean, uh, I forgot which grant it was, and it's not actually, it's a grant, it's a it, it turns out it's a loan. It's a student loan, and it is a loan up to, I believe, ten grand. Don't do it. Don't take it because it carries, I believe, it was a fifteen percent interest rate. Where that's not that bad. It's still it. You have to pay it back. Yeah, but they can't do that no more. There, there's a limitation now via law. Oh, for the for military. Oh, that's right. That's right. There's a limitation. They kind of go over, uh, I think it was like 6 to 8% or something like that. That was the Serviceman Relief Act, I believe it was. Right, but uh, it also covers the, the spouses. I can't remember if it's under the SCURA or if, uh, if it's under the, 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 the spouse side. But as for Pell Grants, as of this year, for the 2016 to 2017 award year, maximum award is $5,815. 
I still need to apply for that one. <laughs> I got the I get in on the 2015, which was uh, not quite as well. Yeah, but I can apply for the 2016 now too. So I probably need to do that. I'm taking my degree in uh, psychology through um, Liberty University, so it's a totally online, which is wonderful. It's great. Works out well. So Prudential has got a decent set. If you did, you just have to be military, National Military Family Association member. Was that? Yes. That, what it is is that they. Um, okay, so National Military Family Association has partner scholarships with a huge list of different schools and organizations. So Prudential is on that list as well. Underneath their banner, they are partnered with uh, Washington University uh, in St. Louis School of Law, Whitman mm -hmm. School of Management in Syracuse, Association of the United States Army Family Readiness, uh, Central Texas College. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. Each one will be different, so it will depend on what school you want to go to and what you're trying to pursue. But they do have, like, counseling at Northwestern, Northwestern University, eligibility for a 7,500 scholarship. So that eligibility for that 7,500 scholarship is dependent on NMFA registration. So you just got to register with uh, NMFA. Kind of like right. Member. I'm looking at the, their website, which, by the way, folks, it's uh, militaryfamily.org. Uh, looks like they're saying, I'm looking up on the top uh, across the tabs that pop down about us. No, info and resources, um, good stuff there. Scholars, spouses and scholarships. Um, which is what we're talking about now, Kids in Operation Purple, and then Get Involved. Donate, join. Ah, there's join. Let's see what it takes to join National Military Family Association. Um, join or renew as a member. Those who have, uh, let's see, those who have given a $15 gift, helped us with obtaining child care centers, changing the Family Medical Leave Act, creating additional funding, securing state tuition, achieve full place route full replacement value on family belongings and provide a 100,000 death gratuity for military widows and children increased from the previous 6,000 provided by their earlier efforts. So if you click join now, it's a, there are fill in the blanks, what's your affiliation? Um, you go through the, the, the spouses for what you need. Please tell us your responses, and then there's a next. Well, it's probably not going to let me go to next unless I fill things in. Nope, not going to let me do that. So I'll leave it to you folks to find out how far it, it goes, and it probably would have under a, a, a where am I looking for? Possibly the a, a frequently asked questions of fact sheet. And that would be down on the bottom. And I'm not seeing, oh, join. Well, no, that's the same thing, join. About us, uh, blog and privacy policies. Okay, well, I can do a little bit exploring, or you folks can do that on your time, as you see fit, at home. Okay, let's get back over and let's make sure there's nobody wanting to get in on the phone line. Nope, don't see it. And let's launch the chat room. Get that going. Okay. 
this week, you know what this week is, right? What is this week? Earth Day? It's Today's the Earth. Volunteer Appreciation Week. But actually, no, it's Volunteer Appreciation Month. So who all is out there are volunteers, you you should be finding somewhere, somewhere along the line that uh, where you're doing the volunteering is they're getting ready to do appreciations, uh, giving you gifts, giving you the equivalent of money because it's uh, uh, gift certificates and whatnot that they collect from the various locations, locales around. I mean, we just did a drawing for ACS. Uh, it, it, it's now three o'clock in the afternoon. Here in Germany, we were live at the Kaiserslautern Mall, which is where they have the their exchange and really big, beautiful place. We had out in the food court. We had the we had uh, AFN broadcasting live, and we gave away yikes trips to Paris. We gave away trips to. To uh, Brussels, we get well. No, I'm sorry, not Brussels. The uh, Czech Republic, Prague. We give away to Prague and to Vienna. We gave away a lot of gift certificates: fifty dollars gift certificates, uh, twenty-five dollars gift certificates, a bunch of five-dollar gift certificates. We gave away all kinds of stuff. We have a, a volunteer appreciation dinner coming up soon. Um, that's going to be a garrison level. And check in your area if you volunteer. There's bound to be something going on. What do you guys have going on over at uh, the War College area? For volunteers, absolutely nothing. No. <laughs> they have they, and they help uh, clean up the the grounds. That was that was it. Uh, as for volunteers, no, nothing. So this wow. month, so. April is the month of uh, SAPR, Sexual Assault uh, Prevention and Awareness. It's also right. the military child. And right. I, uh, I guess now it's also the month of the volunteer? Yes, National, National Volunteer Appreciation Month. Um, now there is some, some I think May, it, other locations do it in May. Maybe that's what you guys will be doing because – the, all of the things that uh, Armed Forces Insurance and Military Spouse Magazine are doing in D.C. for the Military Spouse of the Year Award is in May. So it's very possible uh, the D.C. area is going to be, oh, maybe the entire east eastern seaboard uh, is going to be doing it in May. Very possible. If anybody knows the answer, give us a call. 516-453-9167. That number again, if you like it slower, five, one, six, this is for Fritz, four, five, three, <laughs> nine, one, six, seven. And I wish I could do it in a Romanian accent. Then he would really appreciate it and he might get it right. Wonder what Fritz is doing nowadays. He's kind of he's kind of backed off a lot. He's he's he hasn't been his usual boisterous self uh, in in anything anywhere. You don't see him at all. Oh, I. He throws up occasional stuff, he, uh, things about his kids and um, something that might might have piqued his interest, and he wants to throw out there, but. 
he's really been quiet lately. So I am looking for the National Volunteer Service um, monthly, what was it, in D.C.? Uh, in, in D.C., see if there's something going on in D.C. Volunteer Appreciation Month, if you will. Just curious. Of course, it might be named something completely different, too. That I don't know. Finding anything at all? Well, I, I'm looking here, and there is National Volunteer Week, which happened April 10th to the 16th. Okay. Uh, there is one coming up for Conference of Volunteering and Service, which is June 27th through 29th. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, let's. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at this one. So what it actually says. Okay, it's June 27th, 29th. This is called Points of Light is the one that's doing it, and it's out in Detroit mm. in June. So that's not in D.C. I don't see anything in D.C. right now that's going on with that. I'm doing a, a quick look right now to no, see. Okay, so I got one. American Red Cross National Chapter in D.C., is doing, um, let's see, what, what are they doing? Mm. <laughs> Here's something from back in 2000. <laughs> Enough with the formal banquets. Let's tran- transform recognition events to something more interesting. <laughs> Boy, you never know what you get when you do, um, when you just, Type in volunteer appreciation into a search engine. All right, add to 2016 to that. There's a volunteer recognition day. Doesn't say to who. Say to who? Canada's got their volunteer national volunteer week was the 10th through the 16th. Might just be for the week, the the, the, the month. Well, here's one. Um, national volunteer month put out by the Huffington Post is and was posted on 322 so that was exactly one month ago valuing our volunteers New Jersey um, and they're calling it National Volunteer Month hmm interesting this month is and it's supposed to June 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 21st 2015 wow so that was they were making June National Volunteer Month. Looks like 2012 was National Volunteer Month was June. No, wait, no, wait, no, no. It says not many people know that April is National Volunteer Month. It's equally important that we honor the people who dedicate themselves for making, for taking action and solving problems in our communities. Um, that was put out on Huffington Post. Let's see, on our top do-gooders for National Volunteer Month, posted back in 2012. And D.C. for National Volunteer Week, which was April 10th through the 16th, was via Points of Light. That was the only hmm. thing that came up on, on my search side. Well, that's sad. <laughs> that's so sad. Let's see. It, it got regulated from a month to a week, and the week <laughs> went by with, without anybody noticing. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, well, here, here's one for that was in March. 
Let's see, what is today? This is April, right? Okay, yeah. It was back in March. It was a volunteer appreciation event uh, over in Olney, Maryland. Was they, 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 they fed you wine, so you missed that. Uh, well, yeah, there, there's, there's all that. Yeah. Bestkids.org did a volunteer appreciation night. At least they're, at least they're doing something, right? Right. <laughs> Actually, well, let me go back in there. I'll give you the links and all the other stuff that I've been putting up. There we go. Oh, right there. Volunteer appreciation 2016 Navy. Ah. They're having a half marathon. What does that mean? You have to hop on one leg or something? <laughs> yeah, it's only a half a marathon. No, it's uh, half the distance. So instead oh, of uh, 20, it's it's like 13 miles or you know whatever it is. So how the hell do you get back? What do you mean? Well, to go the whole distance, you go there and back, and the whole distance is done. Now you just go there and then you're stuck. Yikes. <laughs> uh, so. A, a normal marathon is is what uh, was it twenty six miles? Gosh, I don't know. I that's a good question. That would actually make this that would make this podcast very valuable because we will give an our, uh, an answer to something. Right. So, <laughs> so it, a, a marathon, a standard marathon is twenty six miles. So a half a marathon is half that distance, which is thirteen miles. So instead of okay. doing one long twenty six mile loop, you're doing a thirteen mile loop. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's loop. So actually, if you, you if, and if you really were feeling bad that you didn't want to do just a half one, you could just run it again, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's only half side, half halfway, so that works. Uh, <laughs> so bad. God, we're bad. Let's see. Back to Volunteer Appreciation 2016 Navy. What else do they have? Um. Presidio of Monterey had a 2016 volunteer recognition nomination form. Hmm. It really doesn't go into much detail as to, and just to the quick, what you see on the screen. I wonder if I could change that to larger, bigger settings. It probably does. I mean, I'm using, using Google, which I didn't look at what the, uh, the Google theme is right now. Oh, it's Earth Day 2016. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's right. It is Earth Day, isn't it? It is. I yeah. take, take the Boy Sprouts out uh, tomorrow after we do some uh, trying to get uh, the more more kids into the Boy Scout troop here. Uh, then we take them out to, out to the camp and uh, start cleaning things up for Earth Day. It'll be good. It'll be fun. Volunteer Appreciation 2016 Puzzles on Pinterest. Why did that come up looking for Navy? Is Navy people just heavy into Pinterest? Yeah. Actually, a lot of military spouses are really, really heavy into Pinterest because it, it allows uh, links to other ideas and topics without having to be heavy with those topics, meaning that they don't have to attach it. They just attach a link to it. So us guys, if we really want to get into Pinterest, we just talk about, you know, different cuts of steak. Absolutely. And you can actually pin all different types of stuff, uh, barbecuing, beer, whiskey, 
uh, cars, radios, whatever you want. You. That's what for. All you're doing is pinning other sites and domains, articles and stuff like that back to one location. Right. Here's one for 2016 Volunteering Australia. Uh, their national volunteering conference was 6 to 8 April. So it looks like the month was April. And it depends on how much you really gave a crap about your volunteers as to whether or not you did anything. Nice. Well, at least we did some cool stuff here in, 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 in Germany for our volunteers. Mostly. <laughs> Mostly? Okay. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I'm sure, and part of the problem, part of the problem with any kind of volunteering is, is because, you know, it gives you the good warm fuzzies and all doing the volunteering, et cetera. But if you won't, if, if, if you want them to recognize that you've been volunteering instead of just being an invisible cog in the wheel, you have to log your hours. And to log your hours, you need to do, there needs to be some method of doing that. In the Army and I believe in the Air Force, we use the VEMAS system, the Volunteer Management Information System, that may be a DOD thing. I don't know whether or not you guys have it, if it works with the Army, I mean with the, the Navy, um, Coast Guard possibly too. Uh, I don't have the answer for that, but the, the point of the conversation wasn't so much as to where, but that you need to. You need to log those hours and you need to give them to somebody that would be handling that type of information. And if any of you are out there and you are doing volunteering, but you're not sure how to make sure that others uh, are, are tracking your work, if you will, let me know and I'll do some exploring and finding out what I can and I'll get you the answers uh, regardless of where you're at. Uh, Jay probably could do the same thing too. I'm um, taking a look at some of the stuff that you've put up there for links into the chat room. Uh, militaryfamily.org, the NMFA spouse scholarships page, a link to that, a link to looks like uh, the NMFA scholarship landing page for the new buttons. <clears throat> the cost of, of membership is $15 for one year, $40 for three, or $300 for a lifetime. That's actually not bad. Uh, and the money goes towards scholarships and other programs. That's that's too cool. Um, there's I see you've got a link on there at military.com, a site everybody should be looking into for education, monies for school, uh, the Military Spouse and Family Education Assistance Programs, that page. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, CollegeScholarships.org and how military spouses can do them, that page. Uh, SaluteSpouses.com. That's uh, the, the SaluteSpouses.com. I'm going to go click on that and take a look real quick. Uh, let's see. Dollar scholarship right there at the very top as soon as you get into it. You know, and it says apply online. Yeah, 6000 that's pretty decent. And for military spouses, you're eligible to get, um, let's see, salute to homecoming, back to school answers. I'm just clicking the buttons for the, the, the rotating graphic up on top. Career resources. Ooh, nice. 
editor's blog from one military spouse to another, probably pretty much women oriented, but you know, it's anytime you can find any kind of blog, read it, you might find some stuff to get you some information. Online scholarships fund spouses education. Uh, Bryant and Stratton. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew about them. That's they do six thousand dollars, up to six thousand dollars for uh, spouses. With uh, you can combine that with the MyCAA, which by the way, folks, um, if you are E5 and below, or if you are, is it O3 or O4 and below? Uh, it's uh, O1 and O2. Just O1 and O2, okay. And then uh, CW1 and CW2, I believe, the warrant officers, that you, those spouses of those service members can get my CAA. Use it, use it, use it, use it, because if it doesn't get used, we may lose it one year. By all means, jump in there and take it. But it does not not if you're looking to get a degree if you're working on a on a an associates a bachelor's a master's a phd you cannot use my caa my caa is for is for programs for certificates for um what's uh what's the word i'm looking for um like journeyman uh it's for it's for uh, any kind of training that's involved, specific training towards a certain job, like if you were going to go into into uh, surveying, land surveying, you could use that towards any certificate program in land surveying, but you would not be able to use it for uh, professional engineering because that's an honest to goodness college degree, and that's not my CAA, just the certificate programs. Um. Of course, you could get creative. <laughs> you could get creative and pull up a, a way of doing uh, where you could work on the certificate programs that are, are beneficial and help you with later degree programs. <laughs> See, student, student, another link that you put up in the chat room, studentaid.ed.gov. It's the grants and scholarships. It's information on the Pell Grants. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good stuff. Jay, you're awesome. I don't, I don't care what uh, what the other kids talk about you and say. <laughs> oh, did I tell you? Uh, I haven't figured I haven't finished out the information and uh, gotten the, the numbers to him yet, but uh, uh, Doug is back. Uh, as far as being a sponsor of the Male Military Spouse Radio Show. The Military Guide for Financial Independence is back as a sponsor. So thank you, Doug, for, for doing that. Uh, I've still got to get that information to you, the rate card. Uh, we're working up the rate card. It's probably going to bust wide open. I'm, we're also we're going to be bringing on another sponsor possibly in the next month or two. Uh, Sandbox. If you've ever heard of Sandbox, it's an app. It is a secure app, and it is it is approved apparently through the DOD. And I will find out more about this in the month of May while I'm in D.C. because I'm going to meet with the founder. Uh, there's 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 three of them. One is a retired 
staff sergeant in the Marine Corps, and the other two are retired chief of staffs for the Marine Corps, previous chief of staffs. So they're heavy-duty, high-powered generals who know the ins and outs of the red tape to make this happen. But Sandbox will be a way for you to be in touch with your loved one if they get uh, get deployed. Pretty cool, huh? I will give you that link down in the chat room for the Android side of things. I don't do iPhone, so (laughs) there's your link. Ah. (laughs) Sandbox.android. Yes. And I've, uh, I, I went ahead and put in, installed the the app and it does require the app does require that the service member also put into the app it'll connect the two of you but it's very secure very very secure and you can send videos you can send uh recordings you can send letters um it's it's really cool <laughs> really cool i like sandbox so you'll be seeing them as a sponsor before too awful long. Let's see, it looks like it might have a question over here on the Facebook page. Uh, nope, it was just somebody saying they like the idea that it's on right now. <laughs> uh, I, I'm looking at the results over here for uh, the reviews for Sandbox. So some people don't like it, but overwhelmingly they got a five-star rating. So it's it's 4.2 stars across the board with 117 total reviews. There's also another great app that is uh, free to use, and then you can pay, you know, buy more books for it to connect the deployed family member with their children and reading books with the children. It's called Us Time. It's I'm not what is sure it? aware of it. What was it called again? Us Time. Us Time, as in like us, you and me, us. U S T Y M E. I will give oh. you the link here too, and that was actually I downloaded it. I've used it just to test it out and see how it goes. It works beautifully. It will wow. actually load a book. Once you download it to any type of device you're going to use and your child downloads it to their device, you connect the accounts because once you log in, you log in, you, you have to kind of like friend that person so that way they know that these devices will now be linked. And the child will choose a book. The book will open on your end and then you can read the book with your child, and you'll have oh. like a time little wow. in the corner. And if you change the page on your device, the page will change on their device. Wow. I so like that. Great, it's a great app. Um, it actually was free, and it is free, and it came with uh, a million books deal that they had a couple months back I put out on Facebook about the National Reading Association kind of thing. They, they partnered with us time for that. We'll definitely put that link in there because uh, with all of the links, of course, I make the the, the links part of the uh, part of the, the the description after the show is over, so that when you go to uh, blogtalkradio.com or you go to um, it, it, we're on the iStore, I'm a, a what is it iTunes. You go to iTunes or you go to Stitcher, whatever you use to stream podcasts, all of these links that we're talking about will be in the description. They always are whenever we do a show. So, and that's one of the cool things. 
people be nice to Jay. Always be nice to Jay. He comes up with great stuff and puts it into the, the into the chat room for us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I try. So, um, you know, it, like, like I said, it's part of my job as an ombudsman to get all these great deals and things like that and send out all this information to the family so that way they're aware of them. And I right. do remember putting this out that uh, there's a like an e-book thing. There's like a, a free million e-book kind of thing, and they t- partnered up with us time. That was a couple months back, so I'm not sure if they're still doing it. Well, let me take a look real quick uh, because I have not downloaded it. Let me see if I can download it onto my – my phone here. Let's get over there and take a look at. Um, da, 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 da. Get over here. Get that button. Push that over there. Now, oh, that's not Play Store. That's that's Maps. Oops, wrong. Okay, there's Play Store. And bring up Google Play. So I look for U.S. T Y M E and hit enter. There it is. Free. 3.6 stars. Okay, and I found it. It was actually uh, us time and reading is fundamental. That's who they partnered with. And they gave out a million free ebooks. So you just download their thing and they'll you'll get a whole pack of free ebooks when you download it. And it, you know, it's like um the the Three Little Pigs, Goldilocks, and the, you know those kind of things, and they just uh, rewritten it and redone it electronically, so that way it's more electronically formatted. But the program itself, the app, it's, it's great because you can FaceTime with your child; they can see you, you can see them, and you can read the books together. There's also games that you can play with the the child at the same time as well. So it just depends on what you want to do with them. Wow, do you, does it say or show who developed this? Anywhere I'm, I'm looking to see. Us Time uh, TM is developer of the of the app, and they just partnered up with uh, Reading is Fundamental. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Visit website. Oh, there it is. Yep, Philip website. I redirect you to www.ustime.com and about us. It's our goal that every device touched by a child have books for them to read and for our platform to turn screen time into us time, encouraging all to read and play with family and friends. Oh, that is too darn cool. We need to, uh, yep, we definitely need to push that out to the, the, the service pe- service members and get them in for everybody to put that for their kids. Oh, that is that is too nice. I wonder if they'll let you do. I wonder if it would let you do several different kids. Like, for instance, um, Command Sergeant Major will read to the a group of seven or eight kids at one time. Will it let the seven or eight kids watch him do the reading? As long as it's connected to a single device, yes. But you can, so it's, it's strictly single device to single device? You can't do multiple? Right. No, it, it, from what I understand, the platform goes from one device to another, and, and that's it. But what you can do is you can connect those devices to, like, say, a TV, smart screen TV, and then a whole bunch of kids can watch that person. Just sit there in front and watch it. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's not a bad idea. 
Cool, cool, cool. Library said, click on the library. Well, with uh, ages eight and below, anything above eight, it becomes a little bit more pricier and a little bit more difficult because of the you, you can buy more books, obviously, you know, and and the books range anywhere from like ninety nine cents up to three bucks a book. Just depends on what which one you, you're looking at. But this was more geared, from what I understand, it, looking at it and using it, it's geared more for children below eight, uh, eight and below, because there are you know your classic books. Little Red Hand, Little Red Riding Hood, Goldilocks, Three Bears. I don't see too many kids reading those kind of things above the age of eight. I'm taking a look over in their blog. And reading is fundamental partner. Yeah, that was back in reading is fundamental part. It was back in October. Man, that's pretty nice. Let's see. Uh, U.S. Time donates sixty thousand to Dreamforce. To the Dreamforce DF gives million book drive. Uh, gifts for Grandparents Day. Now there's a great idea. Grandparents talking to the kids. Um, so that would actually make a good e-gift, an electronic gift for service members. So remember, spouses, you need to go tell your service member, hey we can have you give this to your dad and he can talk to his grandkids and it all because of you who are out there in the sandbox playing and, and uh, keeping the world safe from stupidity. How much should children read infographic? Well, it's not actually giving me the information I was looking for. Uh, let's see, because that was just a blog, it's good. Blogs are good. And possibly a fact. Oh, there, there's press. Let's see what the press, what the press releases are. New York Times says U.S. Time is the kind of app the iPad was made for. I could see that the iPad is pretty much like a nothing but a, a FaceTime beast. Let's see. Huffington Post put out "Forget About Parents," tapping into grandparent power. <laughs> pushing to get the grandparents done. Um, AOL says U.S. Time app strengthens family ties on iPad. So we really need to try and see how this works, uh, how well it works on Android. You tried it on Android, right? Yes, I have a Samsung uh, Galaxy S4, and I tried Us Time on it, and I connected it to my son's uh, Samsung Galaxy Tab 2, which is an older model, and it worked perfectly fine. Cool. I got a Galaxy 5, so uh, we could do that. Uh, I get my get my wife to install it on hers, and then she can will get her nephew back in the states, back in Texas, to get it installed onto uh, one of the machines. Well, actually, have have his mom do that, and then um, Steph could read to read to, and I call him laundry. That'd be cool. Yeah, I call our nephew Laundry. Because <laughs> his name is Landon. But I, I was having a hard time at that time because, you know, it, it, life was a little rough for me when, you know, it's kind of like I went through menopause. All of this, this, uh, all of this, this arthritis kicking me in the butt. So I kind of went through a version of, of, of menopause. We call it menopause. And, um, I yeah, I was having a hard time just pronouncing the word land or yeah, landed. 
I, but I could call him laundry and it, everybody's going, you're funny. Well, now he expects me to call him laundry. So I'm crazy uncle Dave. Okay. So just to let you know, us time also does books in Spanish. Cool. Los tres soldados, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, okay, it's all in Spanish. So they do Spanish books as well. That's too cool. Uh, this app is compatible with some of your devices. Let's see. Telcom Samsung 5, the Dell Venue 7, the AT&T ZTE Z992. That's the, the really crappy little um, – um, it, it was an Android, but real crappy. It, it's compatible with apps. That's cool. Uh, it's not compatible with unnamed device which would probably be the PC I'm using. That's funny. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try and install it onto the PC here. Choose a device. Realize, do realize one thing, and they still haven't changed this yet, that uh, since it's made basically for iPhones, that was a platform that it was made for, you cannot exit the application. You actually have to go back into your, your uh, active application by holding your home button for a few seconds. And you have to kill it that way for Android. Whereas really? iPhones, yeah, once iPhones, once oh, you hit the home button, it basically disappears and it stops oh, running back. This one, one doesn't. So that was the only drawback to that that I found. I did mention that to the CEO. He said he will look into that for an update because right now he, he ran the platform on a uh, iPhone platform. Well, it says here for. The, uh, the requirements are Android 4.0 and up, and 4.0 was the, the ice cream, I believe. Um, it should run fine on Jelly Bean, and it definitely should run fine on the this this on Marshmallow, and should run fine on this new one. I forgot what the new one they, they're calling it. Uh, lollipop. Lolly, lollipop, yeah. I was going to say clam chowder, but that would be wrong. <laughs> Maybe they ought to make one called clam chowder and nobody will complain. Now, if you notice, they, they're sticking with sweets. Yeah, I have noticed that. It's, it's too funny. <laughs> okay, let's – oh, there's some new posts over here. Let's see if those new posts have anything to do with anything we're talking about. Um, uh-oh. What did you do, Drew? Our buddy, Drew. He posted, I think I just got banned from the commissary. Wonder what he did. Hmm. Where, where do you post that at? It's in the men's room. Oh, I'm no longer in there, so. Oh, you're not? How come? <laughs> I didn't. Like a little hen house in there, so I just left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boys got restless. I know they, had, they did get a little fun. Did you want back in? No. No. No, thank you. No, I'll stay where, right where I'm at. Oh, okay. Okay. Hey, looks like I got a caller on the line. Let's see who I've got on the line. Who's this? Hello. Oh, wait, wait for me to do that. Oh, there's the doorbell. Hi, Susan. Hey, how are you, Dave? <laughs> What's up? Is Jay there too? Is my dear friend Jay there that I've never met but <laughs> talk to every now and then? <laughs> Hi, Jay. 
<laughs> How you doing, Susan? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Fantastic, as always. It's so nice to hear your voice again. <laughs> that's, that's uh, what I, how are you? So, how is everything going with the guys today? You guys are my favorite people. <laughs> He's uh, serious. Well, next to my child, next to my kid. Okay, he's like number one on the list. Sorry about that. You guys are not going to be up there with him, but you know, oh, yeah. or my husband because I think he's really awesome. But you guys rank up in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to rank up there in the top three. Okay. Well, we'll we'll work you we'll work your way way up there. <laughs> At least you like to hear my voice. I don't get that too often. <laughs> People don't want to listen to you there, Jay, because you know I, I I think you got a lot of good stuff to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some of it's like like Jeremy says, you know, Jeremy Hilton. Yeah, it'll depend on how much he wants to poke the bear. So oh, a lot yeah. of the stuff that they have, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Oh yeah, Jay's yes, a bear do. poker. Jay he is, is a, a bear, bear poker. poker. Which is good. I mean, you kind of have to be to be an ombudsman, and then to be an ombudsman trainer. Well, sometimes you just got to say, hey, it's not the, you know, or, you know, sometimes you just have to really say, you know, while this part of this program works, I've tweaked it a little bit because here's how it fits the needs of our unit or, you know, and that's okay. There should be that kind of flexibility and say that, you know, and not anyone get upset about it, but. People do. Well, MJ is listening to you talk in there, Susan. <laughs> What's that? MJ Boyce is listening to us, actually. So she made a comment. Oh, on I Facebook. love MJ. Have you, you have not met MJ, have you, Jay? She's amazing. You would love her. She's fired up like us. <laughs> uh, I've actually haven't even met Dave yet. So. Oh, no, that's right. Not... You guys only, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool so, uh, yeah, MJ's amazing. Her husband's in the Marine Corps band. Oh, nice. Okay. And, okay, so this goes to show how much I don't know about, like, musical instruments and what they actually do in the band, right? She was like, oh, he, I can't remember exactly what he does, right? You know, he, I know the instruments that he plays. But at first I thought it meant that he was on the drum line, like, drum line, like, in college you know, like in a right. college band, right? You know, like at the, you know, at like sporting events where they do like the drumline standoff and stuff like that. Right. That's what I thought her husband did. And he goes, no, he's a drum <laughs> major, right? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. He looked at me. He goes, Susan, don't go around telling people that I'm like out there doing like drumline battles. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> that is. Funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> MJ's been talking to me on the, on the, uh, uh, the, 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 the thingy dingy over here. Yikes. Uh, about, about the show here today. And let's see. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Um, well, that didn't help. Well, yeah. I'm trying to bring up what she wrote. So there's comments. There we go. Comments. Uh, no, that was you commenting on what you commented on. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, lie. Hell. This is driving me nuts. Oh, well. 
fairly normal, right? Are you on Facebook? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm over on the, the on uh, the Spouse Radio Show Facebook page, or actually where it's the, the, the event itself. And Well, I'm there as well. I'm at uh, the event, and that's where she replied that, yay, it's There it is. There it is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yay, it's Susan Reynolds. <laughs> You're going to really like MJ when you meet her in person, Dave. She's just, she's the best. She's smart. I, you know, she knows what she's doing. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that when I get to DC, and you and I get together, where we start, oh, we start working out. Oh, which, by the way, folks, for in case you didn't know, Susan and I are starting up another radio show, an internet radio show. Bring Jay on. And it's going to be called. It's going to be called Spouse Spouts. I'm spouse spouts. Got it. Yep. That way we can talk about gardening and somebody else come on there and say, yeah, I like to stomp on them flowers. Yeah, things like that. Or you can be my kid who caused dandelions when they're actually still yellow. He calls them sunflowers. But then when they get to the fun dandelion phase, he sits there in the yard and just throws them all over the place. And I'm like, yep. (laughs) <laughs> yep, those guys bloom wherever they are, wherever they land. And now you I know, have a yard full of dandelions. And dandelions are so well. German dandelions are cool. Yes, uh, they are. Because what time frame are you guys looking at for the the new radio show? We don't know. We're still working on those details. It's okay, been a hectic week for me, show. unfortunately. I've I've had quite a bit of crazy, crazy things happen this week. With, and, of course, you know how it goes when your spouse is deployed. Everything hits the fan in, like, one time. And then you're like, seriously, come on. Why is this my life this week? So that's been my question all week long. Why is this my life this week? Can, can you wait until he gets home? Thanks. <laughs> no, apparently not. Um, well, it would be difficult to bring me on because I'll be in Guam and I'll be, like, what? you know, a what? day ahead of you. What? Yeah. Guam? What? What? Day ahead of us, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah. We're gonna we're gonna figure something out. <laughs> yeah, so they're shipping us out to Guam in uh a month and a half from now. Wow. That's I have be some weird. friends who are out there, so if you and they're Air Force, so they're at uh what Anderson. But I have some friends that are out there and they are wonderful and uh and uh, they have two little kids and they we knew them back when we were in station in Nebraska. They are the most wonderful couple. So if you if you need anything, just let me know, and I already know some people who are out there. Oh, awesome. Perfect. Yeah. This is what military spouse life is about. We hook up our friends with friends so they can get to know the area. Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, I actually, and, um, with, with me being an ombudsman, I just reached out to the ombudsman there, and they just sent me all the all the good stuff, like maps and books. Oh, yeah, that's and, perfect. <laughs> Well, and here's what I found that so interesting. When we were stationed in Germany, I met this woman at the community center at Volgaway, and she was only visiting her husband in Germany at that point because she had gotten a job in Guam working with the U.S. Department of Fish and Wildlife. I thought that was the most fascinating job. What a fascinating job, right? But she had no desire to give up that job, and I don't blame her because they wanted to retire to Guam. 
because her job was so great and she loved it so much and they enjoyed life there and they wanted to stay there. They were like, it's a tropical island. Yeah, sure, you get some some bad storms. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, but she's like, I love it. We, It's beautiful. We scuba dive. I have this phenomenal job that means a lot to me. And uh, she goes, there's a university there and, you know, we can, you know, we can get to where we need to be, you know, through island hopping. And I'm, I thought, well, you sold me. I want to go to Guam now, too. Well, and we yeah, never got to go. Guam. Guam actually starts the day for the United States, if you will, or ends yeah. the day, whichever way you want to look at it, because uh, there's yeah. that, just that sort of international dateline. So, yeah, they should actually start the day. And um, it's right there where it's the gateway to the Orient, you know, Japan's yeah. like hours away. Philippines is like two or so. Uh, Australia is like a hop, skip, and jump over Papua New Guinea. You got yep. Hong Kong right around the corner, Taiwan, Taipei, Singapore. They're all there. So it shouldn't take too long. No. So she said it's, it, yeah, she loved there. it there. I think you're going to have a great time. I think you're really going to have some fun. Yeah. Uh, so it's UTC plus 10. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's plus one here. Okay, so... You're going to have to send hours. us something, Jay. It's 15 hours ahead of me. So, like, right now it's midnight there. So, Holy bananas. Well, D.C. DC and the Maryland area where you're at right now is um, is minus five. Yeah. This, so you guys have enough daylight savings time? But it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, the world time zone right now, they're 15 hours ahead, so it's midnight right now. So it's 9.57 a.m. here, Eastern. It's 11.57 p.m. there. It's almost Saturday. Exactly. So they're like a day ahead. Yep. But on the other side of the international dateline, it's 11.57 p.m., um, 11.57 p.m. on Thursday, and it's about to become Friday. See what I mean? Huh. Like, no, I don't do well with this stuff, okay? I want you guys to know. I, this stuff really confuses the poo out of me. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm like, what? What? Okay, so it's like, I don't get it. It's, like <laughs> 5 it's 5 a.m. right now on Friday okay. in Hawaii. It's 4 a.m. Holy bananas. 4 a.m. 4 in Hawaii. Right. Yep. So, yeah, International Dateline, the greatest place in the world. You can skip back and forth across there and just jump back and forth in time, a day at a time. You can have your birthday, you know, 48 hours and be correct. Well, I mean, if you want to get, like, super, super cool about stuff like this, is that uh, Christmas Island, which is technically still part of the Hawaiian chain, is plus one day. Hawaii is minus one day. So if you look at the world time zone, like a couple hundred miles south of Hawaii, the, the international dateline kind of meanders a little bit. And you, if you cross that line, you're, you just lost a whole entire day. Mm-hmm. Which is great. Tax day is twice as long. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Of course, that could also make, you know, uh, days of mourning like, you know, your birthday – uh, could last twice as long too. Now that I could get behind. You want to be a year behind? 
Like that's no, gonna I help. That I can get behind. I love my birthday. Like I am one of those crazy birthday people. I'm not kidding. I'm a crazy birthday person. Well, in that case, we can ask you the question that's so dangerous to ask other women. How old are you? I am at this moment 41. I will be turning 42. No one believes me. Oh, yeah, I don't believe you. Well, I know, because one, I don't look it, but two, I'm immature, so I don't act it. There you go. (laughs) There is that. There is that. That's really what it comes down to is that I'm immature, and I'm probably one of the silliest adults around, so there you go. Every now and then, I have to claim to be mature, and I'm going to have to claim to be mature right now. We need to take a quick 60-second break. We need to okay, hear from okay, no, our sponsor, the Military Guide for, for Financial Independence and retire, Retirement and Independence. And let's go ahead and hear from that right now. Is your current financial state keeping you up at night? Unsure how you could possibly save for retirement with such a tight budget? Well, one of today's sponsors is the Military Guide for Financial Independence and Retirement, written by Doug Nordman and is available through your local library or for purchase on Amazon. This book shows service members, veterans, and their families how to reach financial independence and retire on their terms and, in my opinion, should be required reading for all man spouses. There are no tricks or gimmicks, just thoughtful spending and a higher savings rate. Most military families can do this within 10 to 20 years, and a few have done it even faster. All of Doug's royalties are donated to military charities, so you know he's financially independent without your money. So, get your copy today from the library, or buy one at Amazon. The Military Guide to Financial Independence and Retirement, written by Doug Nordman. All right, we are we are back on the air. It is Military Spouse Radio Show number 67, Open Mic Friday, Anything Goes. And for male Military Spouse Radio Show, we got us a female in here. Hi, Susan. Hello, boys. <laughs> boys. She called us boys. Arr, Hello, you. men. Hello, you. gentlemen. Hello, males. <laughs> <laughs> Or what is it? Uh, what is that? that, that, okay. that really? Go ahead. I have a question to ask you guys, okay? Because, well, um, yeah, I'm raising a little boy, right? And I, I don't understand little boys. I'm not one, obviously, so that is just the craziest thing. Or maybe it's just because my kid is five and that I don't understand five-year-olds anymore. But he just has to say the craziest stuff at the most insane times. Like yesterday we were, at, we were in Harris Teeter getting some groceries because he's doing this really fun math event at school today where we had to bring in food to, that signifies shapes because they're calling it eating their math today, right? And he's so excited. Their kids are so excited. Right, but as we're standing there in line, I notice I'm like, why does he have his hands down his pants in the middle of Harris Teeter? And he screams out, "My butt is itchy, mommy! My butt is itchy!" And I'm just thinking, I don't know how to respond to this. So I'm like, "Well, just scratch your butt. We'll be fine. You know, you'll be fine. Just scratch your butt, right?" No, and I just don't get cannot, this stuff. I don't know what him. to say. You cannot tell him to scratch his butt. You can't do it. If you can't do it, don't do it. Don't tell him to scratch his butt. Why? Why? Because it'll come out come out stinky. 
Oh, that's, yeah, I didn't even think that. Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if it, it's squishy, it's squishy between the butt cheeks, and that's why you got to put your fingers down in there to find out why it's all squishy, and boy, that feels good, too, and feels fun in your fingers, and then you bring it out, and it smells bad, so you just don't put it next to your nose, and you play with the brown stuff all over your fingers. Boys well, he didn't have any of that, but I did make him wash his hands afterwards, because I was like, well, you've just had your hands <laughs> down your pants, so let's go wash our hands. <laughs> And so, but I thought, yeah. how do I, you know, like, and I guess maybe I, you know, like I said, it's just been a very strange, strange week with Murphy, you know, just having fun with us this week. And I just sat there and I thought, you know, I'm I'm just, okay. <laughs> you know, like, let's just go wash our hands now, kid, moving on. You know, I just thought, well, yeah. Boys are real easy. Just, just think of it this way. How do you manipulate your husband? Oh, so true. So true. Yeah, Never mind. But you just just have to make sure that you use words that the, the, the five year old understands. Because your husband, you can go a wider variety of, of words and manipulate him. But little boys, very easily manipulatable. Just make sure you use words like you know, food, ice cream, things like that. We're we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Once we get taller, once we get taller than you, well, let's see, he, he'll be taller than you by the time he's, what, eight? Probably, because I'm not that tall, so. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. fun when I meet you in D.C., because I'll be able to see everybody that hangs out with you. I'll tower oh. above you guys. Oh, yeah. Well, and we're going to have a, it's going to be fun. D.C. is going to be a lot of fun, because you get to meet all of the branch all of the installation winners for the branch. So all of the Army spouses are going to get together and sit down and kind of talk and hang, and they're going to break it up by the branches. So the Marine Corps spouses, Army, Navy, Air Force, Coastie, and then National Guard, they all get to meet their respective branch winners this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, and this is the first time that they've ever done this at one of the town halls, and I think it's very important to do that to get that sense of community and support just to hear what the other people are doing. We have spouses who are at installations and they're doing some amazing work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you sit there and think about it, you know, what, what was it? A couple of years ago, we had a spouse who was re- doing animal rescue, rehabilitating the dogs so they could be service dogs. And now every How? post does, I mean, every, 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 every installation does that now. We have yeah. one here. Yeah, it was the most amazing thing. I'd ever, I would have never thought to do something like that. That was just not something I would do. I mean, because I, first of all, if I see an animal that's been hurt, I just cry. So I'm kind of worthless. Not worthless in a bad way, but I just sit there and cry because so, it makes me sad. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was amazing to see these things, what these, these ideas these spouses had. And you're going to leave after you've spoken to them, and you're going to feel like you're on fire. And that you can take over the world and change everything. Because I already do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just these well, it's gonna get even crazier. So oh. And then we're gonna start our radio show while we're there. The spouse spouts. Yep. Have you figured out how we're gonna do that? I'm in the process of still figuring that out. I need to um, oh goodness! Oh, sorry, I just had someone send me an email, and it's just full of ugly nonsense. Um, I do. I will talk to Mindy this weekend about that and say see if we can get Mindy on. Uh, if we can do a recording 
somehow on either a Google Hangout or something like that so we can at least have something going. Hey, I got somebody that just came into the room is interested in chatting with us. Who's this? Uh, Sean O'Driscoll in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, hey, Sean, how you doing? Not too bad, guys. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) It has. Oops, I'm just doing a terrible job of spelling your name. There we go. (laughs) I got it. So what's happening in the great world of, of Jacksonville, Florida, other than the Jacksonville Jaguars ended another season of being not recognizable? <laughs> uh, not much. It's starting to get hot here. It's supposed to be like 80-something today. So back back to the hey. usual uh, Florida weather. Yep. And the, and the mosquitoes that are big enough to be – you need an Air Force to, to be able to land those things. Yeah, those have those are here, but they're not they're not in swarms just yet. Mm. And then you head towards the beach, like to Fernandina Beach, and then you find that the, the the flying teeth are there. The what? But the flying teeth, the little gnats that you can barely see. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can tell yeah, I was staying uh, for a while. <laughs> and then the love bugs should be coming out in the next month or so. Uh. So yeah, yeah, not looking forward to those. So what's up? You got something you wanted to to, to toss out? Open mic Friday. You can talk about anything. Oh, uh, nothing really. I was just calling in to listen in to what's going on. I haven't done it for a while. Right. So do you want me to put you on put you on mute or hold or or uh, yeah hold? I guess it is. So you can listen and not have to worry about, um, you know, foil farts or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'll probably have to call <laughs> back in in a minute. I'm getting ready to go through a, go through a dead zone probably. So oh, I'm no. call back in it. Dang. Yeah, you must you must be up at the north part of the, the north part of the town. <laughs> well, I'm going to put you no, on I'm hold. Driving. I'm going to put you on mute so that, that you can listen, and uh, if you drop, you drop. Uh, just call right back in or do what you need to do. All right, sounds good. All right, thanks, buddy. That makes it pretty easy, huh, guys? I suppose, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could have <laughs> mute and taken himself off mute at any time instead of you putting yeah. him on mute. If I put him on mute, um, let's see, well, he's got his phone, so... Uh, you can always just jump into the chat room and say, I got something I want to say, and ta-da, because he's guest 71. Is that, what he, is that who he is? Okay. I, I is think it, so. There all this time. So. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two of me, which I don't understand. Three of them, actually, three of me, and I don't get that. Then there's guest 71, and then there's you. Unless, Susan, are you guest 71 over in the chat room? I could be. I could be. I'm not in the chat room. Open up the chat room and type on in it and see what happens. Oh, we'll okay. find out. Hold on. That'll work. I'm not <laughs> even signed in. I just called. Oh. Yeah. So I'm in not case, in the chat room. In that case, guest 71 is probably Sean. Uh, or uh, MJ. Hold on. She just uh, pinged uh, on oh. Facebook. I'm going to tell her the number. Oh, Okay. And and if you're on the Facebook page, if you go right straight over to the uh, um, 
Male Military Spouse Radio Show Facebook page itself, you'll notice that up on the top, it says call now. You can click that and that will run you through um, um, run you through Skype. Right in. It bring you right in. Or you can use the phone number that's listed at 516-453-9167 on yep, your phone. that too. That too. And then we can chat with you. You can tell us we're, we're crazy or whatever. Well, we are a little crazy. Have to be. Yeah. I won an award last night. Went to a, went to a spouse club uh, or thingy dingy event. It was the Mad Hatter's Tea Party, and they did a murder mystery. And I went. I went as I I, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to dress up as. Uh, you know, you, you you go based according to the theme. And I'm looking in the mirror and I'm going, you know, what could I? What the hell could I do? So I just you know made sure that my flat top was spiked up. I put on a tight T-shirt that said, uh, a black T-shirt that said, uh, I see dumb people. And it's got the, the Simpsons, Bart Simpson, back of his head, and he's looking at all of the other characters. It says, I see dumb people, in reference to the old I see dead people from the... Yeah, from yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. Sixth, and Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. Uh, uh, camo pants and, of course, my army boots. And then I put on some, some uh, camouflage-colored uh, armbands. I went as the Cheshire Cat. That was the Cheshire Cat, right? You get it? You don't get it. I was John Cheshire Cat Cena. Wave my hand in front of my face. You can't see me. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so they, they put me as the most demented award. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Yeah. I got something. <laughs> Gotta love it. It's, it's good stuff that way. All right. Um, Susan, dumb question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Queen Elizabeth's ninetieth birthday. What? How does yep. how does that? What do you think about that? Ninety years. Oh, uh, okay. So you know, I spent a lot of time overseas, right? Uh huh. And I was actually in Germany in '97 when Princess Diana died. Oh, wow. And I, I'm not kidding. I will never forget it when my boyfriend actually called me up and said to me, um, I have some really crazy news to tell you. And I thought, okay, what is this? And he goes, Princess Diana died. And I thought, shut up. You're making that junk up, right? But I turned on Sky News because we lived off base. And there it was, yep, all over the news in Germany that she had died. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the most horrible thing ever. This is so sad, right? So I love the British royal family. I think they're fun. I mean, I've, I've sat back there living in Europe, watching them go through their divorces, everything, just watching it all. And I just watched an absolute fascination for some reason. I thought, well, that's, that's just a hot mess going on over there. But, it boy, it sure is entertaining. And I'm, I'm so glad we don't have that. But, but do we, you know, in a strange way with other families, you know, here in the United States, like, you know, Boy, the Kennedys sure did have a lot of mess going on, you know. So there's that. Yeah, but they were but, they were uh, they were, you know, King Arthur and Guinevere. Yeah. They were. It was Lancelot. I mean, um, right. What's the word I'm looking for? It was the, the the round table and all that good stuff. Camelot. 
Camelot, yes, it was Camelot. I mean, you want to go with royalty now? You got, you know, like the the, the sad the, the sad music industry news that I started out the show with was that you know we had Prince died. That was sad. Yeah. Another sad thing was that Kanye West was found live in his apartment. Um, yes, because that is yeah. That was sad. Yeah. We should be so lucky. Anyway, um, with Queen Elizabeth and her 90th birthday, I, I, I had to throw that in there because, you know, we got President Obama over there right now having lunch with her. And by now the lunch is over, and it sounds like the British people are getting ready to egg our president. Yeah. <laughs> Telling him he needs to keep his nose out of their business. That's funny. So I just had to throw that in there about uh, Queen Elizabeth, and and I knew you you had some some uh, uh, you like and appreciate the the British people. I think we had talked about that once, so I figured oh, I'd ask yeah. you. <laughs> well, I think it's I find it interesting looking at monarchies, just you know anywhere, but especially the English monarchy is very interesting to me because I mean if you look at how the lineage has passed down, and and then you go over to, you know. I had a history professor tell me one time, you know, the smartest thing a monarchy can ever do is have a lot of kids because then they get to marry them off all over Europe because they can only marry royalty, and now they're somehow (laughs) all related, right? Well, boy, Queen Victoria sure did help out with that. I mean, at one point, what was it, the majority of the monarchies in Europe, to include Russia, were all related to her somehow. Yeah. You know, I mean, how crazy was that? And um, so, you know, if you look at that historically, you know, just how the monarchy has survived through all of this, you know, all of these really just interesting points in history from the Reformation to the Restoration to the, uh, you know, to the Scottish uprisings to, you know, pretenders to the throne to the missing princes in the tower um, you know, there's a lot of really interesting and very, very just, I mean, I hate to say the word shady, but I think that's the best word, shady antics that have happened because people desire that spot, that throne so desperately that they would do anything for it. They, and, and then, then and uh, have. I think, but it's been... Let's see. When did Queen Elizabeth come into come into power? It was shortly after her parents were killed. Well, her dad died um, from cancer. Well, that's killing. Which, which Queen Elizabeth? Which Queen Elizabeth? The first or the second? The who was the, the current queen's mom? The second. So Queen Elizabeth II came into power after her dad died. He had cancer. So, because he was told because of his stutter, he had that severe stutter, he was told to smoke more because it would actually open up his vocal cords and help him. Really? Yeah, because that's what they said back in the day. You didn't do speech therapy to help because it really wasn't around very much. You know, he was told just smoke more, that will help your stutter. And he was a heavy smoker. And so he died of cancer. So she took over in the 50s. And then shortly after she became queen, she came to Jamestown to celebrate the 350th anniversary of the settlement of Jamestown, and that would have been in 1957. Wow. Because in 2007, it was the 400th anniversary, and she is the only monarch to have done both the 350th 
350 and the 400th. Right. And she's also, the, the, uh, they were talking to, I think, the Prime Minister, David um, um, Cameron. Crap, can't think. Yes, David Cameron was saying that that uh, when it comes to chronological, uh, I mean, uh, um, yikes, my tongue is all tangled up today. I can't talk for your heritage and all. The queen right now is the only one who is not from Wales, from from Ireland, from Scotland, from yeah. any place else. Yeah. She is everything. She is the only one that has been born out of the entire history of England. She's the only one that wasn't born from a certain uh, area, uh, a certain family, a certain region. Yeah. She is born of England, born of the empire. So yep. I was like, really? That was cool. Cause it, and then he talked about how they, she went to a, an Irish um, <clears throat> Irish event and she spoke to them in perfect, uh, uh, perfect Gaelic. That's so cool. Well, she, you know, she served during, during World War II. Mm-hmm. She was part of the women's air. She, she put on a uniform like her dad because her dad had been a Navy officer. Yeah. See, I'm years. fascinated by the English family. I love them. I love the, the the royal family because you know, because because especially her part of the family, they were the ones that had the king abdicate his throne for the American woman Wallace Simpson because she was twice divorced and actually still married when she was was dating the king, and so she had to divorce mm-hmm. again, which was her second divorce, so she could marry him. But the par- but Parliament came to him and said, "Sorry, we can't, we can't allow that. She's mm-hmm. a commoner. She's American, and she's been divorced twice." All right, you ready for a quick change of subject? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, uh, this is a male military spouse radio show, and we like to talk about ma- all things male and how to get by with all of the problems of trying to get the wives clubs to recognize us and how to get to the, the, the equality. What, uh, what have, and you being one of the gals that's involved uh-huh. with uh, uh, a lot of these events and whatnot, what is it that you know that you, that, that we can or, or, or that has been happening that, that uh, in your area, MJ, MJ looks like she's at the door. MJ, are you there? I am, I am. Okay. I will pose that question to the both of you because I think you heard the question while you were waiting to be brought into the room. What was the last uh, part? The, what is it that, that you guys have been, have had to deal with in trying to get us guys recognized instead of just as, you know, oh, we got somebody that can mow the lawn. We got somebody that can fix our fix our doors we got somebody that uh, you know it, it, instead making us actual usable parts of the the spouse groups um that makes okay. sense I'll, yes i'll if you don't mind susan i'm gonna go ahead and throw this out there okay i'm thinking so, so go ahead yeah okay so in a former life before i had to go through pcs hell and come to uh, northern virginia um i ran a deployment support group 
uh, in Beaufort, South Carolina, and it was mainly women. We had about anywhere from, you know, 20 to 30 every single Friday, and there was a male spouse after, oh, about three months of being, you know, hounded by some other spouses. They convinced him to come, and he continued to come because, I mean, I didn't call him out, but I made it seem like, okay, here's a unique perspective. He has the ability to not only give you the perspective, the, the male spouse perspective as, as a non-service member, but he could also simultaneously possibly help your relationships and, hey, let's be honest, gut check you every now and again when you're being stupid. And they loved it, and he loved it because he had a very, you know, he, he felt like it wasn't necessarily his niche, but it, he felt like he had a meaningful place within the community now. Nice idea. I like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and- yeah, I would have to agree. We had we have a number of male spouses in our unit. And the one thing I stress is that these are not people who come over and you know, fix up your house when your when your husband is gone. They're, that's not their job. They're a spouse like the rest of us. They're just taller and have deeper voices. Some of them. Some of them are not very tall, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, that happens, you know, and um, but they are going through the same things that we're going through. They have kids at home. They have jobs or they're in school. They are, the only difference is that they are men and we are women, but they are in the same boat, the exact same boat. So why don't we figure out ways to do things together where we can actually support each other and just talk and have, you know, go out and grab coffee. Go, you know, if they've got little kids, and let's go sit at the park so we can just let the kids run out the energy because, good yep. God, you need to do that sometimes, you know. Um, now, or we got if you're having a bad day, you know, they are some, sometimes I find that the male military spouses actually provides a, they provide a unique perspective that is desperately needed. You know, it's it's like what MJ said. You get that gut punch. You get that gut check that you really do need sometimes. But you also get a lot of compassion. Yeah. How do you convince the gals that are that are so dead set against it? It's always been a wives' club. It's just this is my wives' club. I don't want to come if there is some guy in there because this is my safe haven away from the. Uh, uh, from uh, male privilege, here's my opportunity to shine, and you know I feel like I'm 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 having to, you know. Have you experienced women to do that? Okay, so you're probably not gonna um, like my. Well, you actually will like my answer, but I know that a lot of the spouses who say things like that do not like my answer. Then don't come. Amen. Yeah. Then don't come. This isn't a group just for you. This isn't just about you. This is about supporting the spouses within the unit. That's what this is about. This isn't about ego. This isn't about competition. This isn't about getting some key spouse of the year award. This is about family support. He is a family member. Now, us guys, we know how we react. We know how we react to those women that do that, the ones that that say, and we know what we say. We know what we do. But hey, I'm uh, curious. Unmute. Am I? Uh, you're unmuted. You're, you've been on. Oh, for seven oh two. Oh, Sean's ready to talk. Okay, go yep. ahead, Sean. 
Yes, sir. Hey, so in response to that, I do believe that uh, having a guy part of the spouse group is a sense of, is a reason voice. Um, when we were in Portsmouth, I joined the Oak Leaf Club of uh, NMCP, and I was the only guy that was showed up for the board. And within a couple of months, I was voted in as first, first vice president. And there was, there was a, excuse my language, but there was a lot of stupid shit that the ladies talked about and bickered over. And I just had to like open my mouth and be like, this is ridiculous. You guys are Good. Deacon, or, deacon around over, this is, this is petty. You know, let's get on with this. This is the way it is. And they were just kind of like, I don't know, kind of set back a little bit as to, yeah, this is really kind of dumb that we're really, like, it would, they would hash out over a topic over, like, 30 minutes over something stupid and petty, and it was, it was ridiculous in the end, and, like, a lot of their ideas, not that all of them were bad, but some of them were good, but they would, one of them would get an idea, and then everyone else would just, like, snowball onto it, and then next thing you know, a, a small, simple idea has turned into a huge project for somebody. And it was, it was almost like the guys were the voice of reason in the whole group. So I, that is I so funny you that. say that, Sean. It is so funny you say that because those, that's the exact phrase that I think of sometimes when I think of a male spouse joining a group or participating in a group like that is that voice of reason, that voice of, all right, land your plane, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite word in that, in those meetings was seriously. And that was like pretty much, you know, seriously, we're having this discussion. This is ridiculous. Let's move on. And so, pretty shortly, uh, shortly thereafter, a two hour meeting got cut down to an hour after um, we whittled away through all, all that stuff. Sean, we had this phenomenal first sergeant at our last duty station who had had been a first sergeant for a while. And you could tell he was, he really, he'd been around, he knew. And he said, you know what I love about spouses groups? He goes, it's because everybody in there cares in some way. He goes, but you know what is an issue I have? And I was like, why don't you tell me, first sergeant, because I would love to know. And he goes, you guys overcomplicate things. Keep it simple. Oh, Just keep it simple. He goes, you ridiculous. don't need to make it so complicated. Yeah, they'll they'll make a turn a mountain into a or they'll turn a molehill into a mountain in a matter of five minutes. Oh yeah, that's what he said too. And he goes, keep it simple, Susan. He goes, if you can remember that as the spouses group president, he goes, you guys will be very successful. And I was just like, okay, I can do that. Let me do that. And he was right. And we had it was it was very successful because. We just, you know, we just, I said, you know, we don't need to set prices for things. We are a, a, a club for the squadron. It's, if we're going to do a bake sale, let's set everything up by donations. If people want to donate, that's great. If they don't, oh, well. Let's, right. You know, let's keep things very easy, very, very easy, and just do, let's find three things that we want to provide to the squadron. And so we did baby blankets for newborn babies. And we did the welcome packet, and we did monthly meetings. And we invited everyone who wanted to attend. It wasn't just right. spouses because we had, we had single moms who were active duty, and they wanted to have that camaraderie as well. So we were like, come on. 
come and hang with us. And I said, that's how we're going to do this. We're going to keep it simple. It doesn't need to get complicated. Here's the sign-up sheet. Once a month, we need five people to make baby blankets. Here you go. Sign up. There you go. And it was so easy, and we had so much fun. Yeah, you know, it doesn't. We, and I think that's part of it, Sean. I think you've really hit on it. I think pe- people just, it, and they don't mean to, but you see it like in the PTO as well, you know, or other organizations like this where it just gets very overcomplicated for no reason. Right. So. Beep, beep, beep. Who's that? What? Somebody just went beep, 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 and I looked up at my smoke detector, and it ain't me. That's uh, Sean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm driving. I don't have a microwave in my car. So, no. Uh-oh. Okay. That's what it is. Oh, I'm standing next to my microwave. I'm heating up more coffee. Oh, oh that's it. Sorry. Microwave. No, it's cool. It's It works. It's 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 almost as good as, as that. So, really quick, gentlemen, I would like to know, I would like to flip your question on its head, and I would like to know what you think that female spouse can do to bring in more male spouses in the next year. What female spouses can do to bring in more male spouses? Nothing. What? Honestly? No, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's not so much to bring us in, it's to keep us. So what could they do? Well, I just said, okay, first uh, thing they... uh, bring the drama in, up the cattiness, start being inclusive, up with the high ladies, the high spouses, and actually mean spouses as what the uh, definition actually means. It's a gender-neutral term. And don't color the word spouse as a female-only term. That's just a simple iceberg after that. It's just all downhill from there. Yeah, yeah, get rid of this first wife club spouse's name. <laughs> get rid of that. Yeah. And oh, well, I've been trying to figure that out. That that issue in itself is gender neutral. The, whole, well, the, the thing whole is, is, we do see as males is that we go into spouse groups and we partake in it, and they address the room, address the crowd, address posts with high ladies or the wives this, the wives that. What about the guys? They're being exclusive. At that point, the heart. Be, we're hitting the glass ceiling already. You guys want us in, we come in, and you guys snub us away just by saying wife, by saying ladies. So you guys are being exclusive. And it, it happens all the time. I see it's, not it. a it's not a politically correct thing. It really is not. Uh, and, and it's not... Unfortunately, too many people in this day and age of political correctness are looking at this sort of thing and saying, oh, well, you're just, you're just overly sensitive. You're being, you know, uh, it's crazy to have to worry about that. I'm going to go ahead and mute you for a moment there, Sean. Uh, it's overly crazy that you guys are worrying about how this is worded. I didn't mean it that way. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am. That does not, that still doesn't, it still it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that you said it. And when you said it, my ear heard it. 
the one word in the sen- um, in any sentence that negates everything said before is the word but. So, if you want to know the power of saying, okay, what do you ladies think? Think of the word ladies as the word but. The minute you said that, we forgot everything you said before, and us guys, our brain focuses into, oh, yeah, that, I guess I'm not supposed to answer. And we forget what you're talking about. Or more like we could care less what you're talking about. And, and you don't mean it. We know you don't mean it. But it doesn't we – still can't, we still can't get past the fact that we heard it. It came into our ears, and our ears register that. We don't say, you lady – well, we, we will if there's, we're the only guy in the audience. We will say, you ladies. But if there are other guys in the audience, we're not going to say it because we recognize we've always lived in a mixed gender crowd. Guys have always been in a mixed gender crowd. We really don't know how to behave in a single gender crowd. If it was a whole shitload of guys, we really don't know what to do. I mean, football teams, no, you still got cheerleaders. Uh, Basketball teams, no, you still got cheerleaders. You've got, there's always been a female component in everything guys have done. So we don't think in a gender exclusive way. And so our brains immediately throw that fence up when we hear a gender specific term. And it's, it's, we can't help that reaction. We honestly can't. But others even can. A, even though an offense was not intended, if we heard it, we still we still heard it. An offense was still we given. We still yeah. heard it, and it's it, it it it's hard to get past that. And now it takes guys like, well, Sean is Sean's one that he knows when he hears it that and and we hit we have that effect. We go, okay, she didn't mean it. She didn't mean it, and we keep on going. Jay's the same way. I'm the same way. I wouldn't be Army Spouse of the Year right now if I wasn't. You know what I mean? Jay is for uh, – you. did you win your base? Your, no, your, I did not. Uh, you did not win your base one? No. Nope. Uh, next year you will. You'll be in Guam. I'll be in Guam, so there's no going to be well, – I don't know how that works out there. So. <laughs> what? Oh, last year's Navy Spouse of the Year was from Guam. She was stationed in Guam. Oh, well. Then I probably won't have a They're chance. They're in Hawaii to... now. I'm in Rhode Island right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's at War College. So, that's right. Yeah, I'm but uh, Antonia Wilbur. Antonia Wilbur is uh, the 2015. She's the outgoing Navy Spouse of the Year. So she's really the current, if you think about it. Uh, oh, the and they were in Guam when she won last year. And she then PCS to Hawaii. Yeah, the current <laughs> year is Bradford. That's where I lost to. She's another ombudsman over at Swass. Brand new. She just oh, yeah. got here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but back to the question to, to get us guys involved, et cetera. It, it's it, when you guys see somebody come into your spouse organization and it's a new, young, uh, inexperienced, and scared young wife, and she's standing over in a corner. It doesn't take too god-awful long before you'll go over and talk to her and try to include her. But a guy walks in, and he sticks in, stands over in the corner, and he's watching to just gauge what's going on, where could he possibly fit in. Nobody ever comes over to us. 
No, that's that's me. I'm the one that comes and gets you guys. Yeah, but I definitely does, and I I do as well. But because of that, there are so few and far of us in between. You mentioned that you know scared young spouse. Well, her indoctrination, at least mine was, and many people that I know, to this life was all I ever heard was military wife, military wife, military wife. I'm not even kidding when I say I never met a male spouse until my second or third duty station. And so, you know, the whole, every time I'm, I'm learning this from other people, it's being passed down and it, it, a lot of it is garbage. That's, that's going to be my go-to. I, I equate it no different than when I use, you know, I, I'm, I hail from Detroit. I say use guys to everybody. Everybody's a guy. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Well, I used to wait tables. And people didn't like that very much in the South when I would say, hey, guys. I <laughs> know. Yeah, they wanted to hear her say y'all. <laughs> yes. And now I say y'all all the time. And my friends back home kind of say, did you forget where you came from? You realize where you're from, right? <laughs> like, Can you Sean again? So, so it, I what think the called? verbiage needs to be taught. And that's sorry, something Sean. that season spouses have to do. We have to educate those younger spouses that are coming in. And that's one of the, that should be one of the things that is educated. Have you guys ever thought about maybe asking to do a workshop on this subject? Um, okay. Let me put it Ooh. this way. I'm with the president for the military spouse of Newport, 2014, 2015 year. As the president, I still was snubbed. Really? So I'm that's not sure exactly how much more we can do. Did you call anybody to the carpet, though? That's what I'm saying. Put it out yeah, there. Yeah, I did. I actually told her well, what it was, that the person who did snub me, I asked her, so when she's leaving? She said in a few months, I said, well, don't let the door hit you where the guy split you. And left it at that. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it covers both spouses. It, it, it covers I'm, both genders. <laughs> you know, Sorry. It, Sorry. That was really funny. I'm Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. I mean, I just only had no way out. So, well, MJ, back uh, back to your question: Have we thought about anybody thought about putting on a workshop for something like you know learning to be gender neutral, um, or or to be all inclusive? The answer to that, for my experience, is yes. I've tried. I got nowhere. Nobody yeah, wanted to can- sign up for it. You're getting ready to go to an event where you're going to have the ear of a lot of people. I know. And so, so we'll, we'll let's see wield if... this power of yours, you're, like, for good, right? Okay, so, like, you got the little angel and you got the little devil on your shoulder. Just mix oh, them no. into one. And I then... have a devil with wings. Yeah, exactly. Mix them into one and take your crooked halo and wield this, you know, for good here or for, you know, good purposes. Well, I will also have my pit bull at my side too, right? Is that me or your wife? No, that would be you because <laughs> my wife wants to go somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, you're right because I, I got to tell you something. I have not met your wife yet, but I would not mess with her. I would not mess with no. her. <laughs> when you, when you see me. Because something tells me she knows how to get it done. She knows she means business. I I respect people like that. Well, kind of, sort of. She and I, I, I should tell you how we met. Neither one of us were invo- were interested at all in ever finding anyone for to you live with forever. Yeah. Ever. 
and we found each other, and we've been together ever since. See, true love. Complete, total accidents. It's, you know, what's the chances of it ever happening? Ta-da, and here it is 18 years later. That's amazing. That's so, a good story. So back to, uh, like, what to do <laughs> Jay when, keeps when guys, <laughs> when guys show up. Why not talk to us? I mean, yeah. you know, come up and say hi. An ex- a perfect example of this was when we were in D.C., um, I went to an event that Admiral Jonathan Greenert was speaking at that I really wanted to go want, listen to him, what he had to say. And it was put on by um, like the naval, naval spouses of greater D.C. Or, or one of the spouse groups of D.C. Um, paid the $30 or whatever to go, was the only guy that showed up and the only – the only person out of that whole group that even talked to me was their uh, photographer for the club. <laughs> not the president, not anyone else. And the table that I got stuck at was with um, people that had just recently PCS to the area within a month. Oh, that stinks. I'm sorry about that. And then I got an email like a month later because I, you know, the, the photography lady was like, you know, what do you do? I'm like, EMT, I work in, you know, Georgetown, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they asked me to write an article for their, uh, um, like, their holiday newsletter or something. And I wrote, I wrote like, a little article, and I never heard anything back from them. So I never went to, I never went to another event with theirs. Okay, well, I have a question for you based on exactly what you just said. Um, so I am the digital editorial consultant for Military Spouse Magazine, and I would love oh, for okay. you, I would love for you I, to write an article about it. Hey, there you go, Sean. Okay. And uh, we'll, we'll hook up, oh, and I'll get you my email address when when this is done. Um, because I fe- I feel like that that perspective is is absolutely needed. I don't think it should be brushed aside, and you know. If you can put it out there, put it out there. And now, and this is this is absolute leverage your voice. And I'll, I'd be happy to help hey. you. With that. Sean, this is great. This is awesome. I'm so excited for you guys. MJ, I, I did not know that you were you were uh, military spouse magazine royalty there. I I wouldn't exactly call myself royalty, but uh, but. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't really put that out there too much because, you know, that's that's only a part of what I do and who I am. You know, I, I also, you know, kind of right. do some consulting for the VA um, and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I just PCS myself. And, there's, there, and I have – there are so many other facets of myself, and I don't like to put that out there because, you know, I don't know. When people find out about a certain status or about a certain thing that you do, um, you – there, there have been times where you don't know who your real friends are, and I, so I, I test those. That waters. is so true. Oh my God, that is so true. Oh yeah. Oh. That. Yeah, you, oh it, no. It, it doesn't happen with me. Well, you're Jay. I'm, my house. Well, <laughs> I have a strict rule in my house. You're, you're just Jay. Every, you every, act, every, 
everybody knows walk all over you unless you're talking. Let you li- let, let listen because the wisdom is coming. But otherwise, you know, hey, look, doormat. His name is Jay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm being ordinary. I have a rule of this, and there's two things that I, I consider. So there's acquaintances and friends. Acquaintances are the people you talk to, you meet in the street, you, you, your coworkers, those kind of people you say hi to all the time. Those are acquaintances. Friends are the people you trust enough to allow to come into your house and the sanctity of your house with your family. That's the definition that I use. So I don't have too many friends that would kind of backstab me that way. <laughs> That's probably yeah. why we're not friends, right? Because I haven't had a chance to even come close to your house. <laughs> but I still invite you. <laughs> You'd still right? invite Although you didn't have the chance, I invited you. So that that's the, the, the primary definition of the terms, and that's the way I teach my kids. Those are acquaintances of your... friends are the people you actually trust to come into the sanctity of your home and trust with your right. family. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why my kids never grew up with having babysitters, because my wife refused to trust anybody. She really had to get to know you first before she would ever consider letting you in the house. And you know what? I think that the, the that same level of protection should be given to ourselves, too, because we don't think about that. We think, oh, we're adults. We can take care of ourselves. No, sometimes we need to protect ourselves as well. Right. Hey, we have, about 10 minutes. Yeah. we have about 10 minutes left. Think about what you want to do to talk about wrapping up, but let's, we can keep the conversation going. Uh, you know, MJ, because you're, you deal with the, the VA, there's something – this is – I'm going to give you a week to think about this. I'm going to invite you back next week. Um, <laughs> a, a friend of ours in the, in, the spouse wor- in the guy's spouse world, in the men's spouse world, he went kind of insane. Um, we, we have no idea where he's at right now or what's going on with him. He's dropped no, off the face okay. of the earth. But one of the things that he was trying to definitely push, and is a real thing, is PTSD amongst spouses because they have to deal with service members who have PTSD. That is called secondary PTSD. Secondary PTSD, yep. Which is, in, it, I've actually done a lot of paper. My background is social psychology. That's what my degree is in. And so I've done a lot of papers on that. That's an absolute thing. That is a real thing. You want to talk uh, parents, about that? Parents with special needs kids, EFMP children who have, you know, who have, you know, are medically complex children, there, is, there has even been research done to say that those caregivers of EFMP, of EFMP children, depending on what the diagnosis is, also suffer from PTS, uh, secondary PTSD because they're constantly in this high-stress fight mode for services and care and education for their children. Do you want to talk about that next week, devote two hours to, uh, to uh, uh, secondary PTSD? I would be more than happy to. All right. Amazing. Let's plan on that. Jay, will you be available Amazing. next week? I should, yeah. You're not heading off to Guam by then, right? No, uh, <clears throat> we leave uh, middle ending of June. Okay. So, so you first that. week of July, we're we're in transit. Okay. Well, let's let's plan on doing that. Let's talk about secondary PTSD next week. That that sounds like a very good subject. I mean, because we've we've skirted around it with 
the particular gentleman that, that I'm referring to without going into great detail, because it's just not fair to him. He's not available to defend himself or anything, but um, we recognize unofficially, unprofessionally that his claim of having PTSD is probably really far-fetched, but it does spark that, that uh, the back of the brain going, what if there really is secondary PTSD? Because I've never thought about it in that manner. So this, I think, is, it, it will be good stuff, and we definitely cannot use it against him if he ever does reappear. I threw a couple of links down at the bottom. Did you? Oh, didn't even look. Let me see. Um, okay. Family of a vet, secondary PTSD page. Oh, thank you, Jay. Uh, let's see. In, nctsn.org, resources, uh, secondary traumatic stress. On that topic, okay. uh, Psychiatric Times, the secondary traumatization, traumatization mental health care providers. Okay. Awesome, awesome. We'll get those into the description as well. Um, MJ, do you want to throw anything on there on the link? Because I see you're on the chat room as well. Uh, the last one I threw down there was actually a study of veteran spouses diagnosed with secondary PTSD, by the way. Okay. Oh, yeah, veteran spouses. Uh, that Does that one differentiate between, uh, well, no, of course, it would have to be the spouses of veterans. Right, right. It just happens to be the way it was worded for uh, the computer. Got it. Hmm. All right. Well, like I said, we were running oh, out of time. We have six and a half minutes left. Anybody want to talk about anything before we go? Because, I mean, let's see. We wanted to talk about the death of Prince, the so uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, the to Olympic torch run. How many of you caught that yesterday? Nope, did not. Anybody? I was nope. It would, it would have been like 5 in the morning, 6 in the morning, if not earlier, depending on where you're at. I got to watch it around lunchtime. Um, the torch coming down off of Mount Olympia, the the, the, the person representing one of the, the, the Greek goddesses carrying the, it was really cool, carrying the flame, and then they gave it to, um, uh, Olympic torch, uh, an Olympic runner from Rio, and he lit his torch and took off running towards uh, Rio de Janeiro. So the torch is on its way. The Olympics are coming up real quick. It was cool. It was fun. I, I was busy sleeping. That's that, that's what yeah. it was. <laughs> See, you just don't care about this sort of stuff. Dang it. <laughs> Um, and we were, uh, I thought about maybe even TRICARE would be something we wanted to talk about. You touched on it a little bit at the very first of the show, Jay, yep. but I don't think we, we didn't get a chance to get into much of that, did we? With only no, we six didn't. minutes left? <laughs> what was that? With only six minutes left, you want to bring up TRICARE? <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, well, well, guess what? Be prepared. Look out for what the, the notes today that are coming out. Be prepared. Look out for what the notes today that are coming out. You know what we could do is that could be a secondary uh, topic for next week as well. We can do TRICARE as well if we have time. So half is releasing their information today on on the uh, National Defense Authorization Act for 20, 2017. So it's um, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a very interesting day. Good boy. Just what we need. Oh, well, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time, right. you guys. MJ, MJ, thank you for coming. I appreciate you being showing up. Absolutely, anytime. I really enjoyed this. It was fantastic. That Especially kid. since we don't have a structure to the show at all. Yeah, we don't. You know what? Sometimes you don't need structure. Sometimes non-structure is structure. Our life uh, is not normal, so why on earth would a radio show by military spouses be normal? There is no normal. Well, this is our normal. If you look at the uh, Next Gen podcast, their, their radio show is very, very structured. And then I, I, I listen to ours, and it's like, wow, we're like all over the map, and theirs is very structured. Well, yeah. I would feel like how else would, if if a conversation, if it was structured, if a conversation didn't ensue, you know, I wouldn't have been able to reach out and say, hey, this is what I do. Here's the opportunity to, to write for us. You know, that might not have come up. Exactly. Right. Absolutely. And that is 90% of, of solutions come from the aha moments. And that was an aha moment for Sean. That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, do you not have you figured out how to get a hold of him, MJ? Um, not yet. I'm going to. Um, I tagged him on the Facebook on that Facebook. Um, yeah, he said that he had to disconnect. So if Dave, okay. you can send her his contact info, that'd be great. Well, but I tagged he, you on 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 your Facebook event, so I tagged you there, MJ, and I was like, MJ, here's Sean. Okay, word there word. Go. There you go, covered. So yeah. Um, that that works out really well. So, yeah, structure is just for the birds. I mean, I, I I was in regular radio for close to 10 years. I was program director of a very successful country western station. Uh, we had a morning show that competed against Howard Stern, and we whooped him hands down all the time. We did not do a shock jock like he did, and it turned out people didn't really want shock jock. Um, those that did obviously tuned into him, but the rest of them tuned into me and Carl for Carl and Dave in the mornings. So it was really cool to whoop his ass. We did somewhat structured. I mean, we had contests at such and such a time, and we had this at this other such and such a time, but we had lots of commercials we had to play in between. So you follow a structured thing after a commercial break. I don't have to do that here. <laughs> You know, my dad. Um, my dad was a disc jockey on the radio uh, for for many years, um, and he, he. One of the things that he used to tell me is, yes, you know, you do have to do the pony dog and pony show with the ads and everything, but if you don't know how to ad lib, you won't be successful. And so, yep. I've always learned shoot from the hip, ad lib. You have to know how to do it. Yep, exactly. Uh, so exactly. One of the other topics that I was going to bring up today this morning was uh, the no one really understands how vet preference works in federal hiring. So I gave you the link of that one if you want to take a look at that. Oh, okay. that's what I do. I teach people about that. That's my that's my real – that's not my real job, but my everyday job. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. It's, I, I saw this uh, great little article on it. Your current financial safety. At, uh, GovX. Sorry, Ro. Go ahead. I'll talk to you guys later. I got to get going. I'll talk, I, I will, to I will going. see you all very soon. Bye, Susan. Right. Okay, Bye. bye. Bye, Susan. Well, there goes Susan. She's gone. Um, Jay, MJ, thank you. Sean, I, I think you're probably still listening. Appreciate you guys stopping in for Male Military Spouse Radio Show, Episode 67, Open Mic Friday. We're going to come back next weekend. We'll talk about secondary PSTD. Crazy Dave, signing off.
The views and opinions expressed on Male Military Spouse Radio are not those of the management of MachoSpouse.com or any of their sponsors and shall be deemed just that, opinions and views. 